0: And then in June of 2018, my husband and I looked at each other and we were like, we're not happy. Um, We had very, very quickly, we had both acquired jobs. We had bought a house. We had gotten married. We had the kid. Like we had the whole little like picture perfect thing. And we were both miserable. Today's guest is
1: Logan. She is a soul aligned CEO and she teaches women how to own their weird, honor their truth and show up. We talk about today that maybe you don't have to love exactly where you're at, but you sure have to start honoring it. Enjoy today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Ellie's Little Bows. Uh, They have some of the cutest top knots and bows, honestly, that you can find uh, not only for your tiny human, but for yourself. We absolutely love them, use them all the time. Uh, Big fan of the scrunchies in this household. So be sure to check it out. Uh, The cutest hedgehog uh, little bows are out. So check her out at Ellie's Little Bows on Instagram at E-L-L-E-S-L-I-T-T-L-E-B-O-W-S. Great. So I am here today with Logan. Uh, I was super lucky to actually get introduced to Logan through a women's summit that was put on uh, by a friend of mine, uh, Cece, and it was fantastic to see her. And that was my first experience kind of with her chatting uh, and then kind of connected with her over social media. We both have two new babes. So it was nice to kind of, kind of connect that way when you're both working moms with two new tiny humans. So thanks for joining me today, Logan. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super pumped to be here. Awesome. So just honestly, we kind of get right into it. So I would love if you could share with everybody how does somebody who and correct me on the timelines here is goes from being a fitness structure, fitness instructor to a teacher, then having two kids being evicted, (laughs) moving all over the place, and then (laughs) you're completely changing your life.
0: Yeah, it's been, it's been a roller coaster. When you say it like that, it's like, man, is that, that's my rap sheet. (laughs) But it is. And, um, you know, it's been this crazy journey. It actually started, um, I started in entrepreneurship back when I was in college. So about eight years ago, but it was like dabbling here and there. And then in 2015, I got serious and I put quote, air quotes around serious because it was not all that serious. In um, May of 2015, I started with Beachbody um, because I was 18 months postpartum with my first daughter and I literally couldn't keep up with her. I was 22 years old and I had yet to drop all of like, like I think I was still clinging. I, I gained 78 pounds with her when I was pregnant with her. And I think I was still clinging to probably like 40, 40-ish or something like that. And she started toddling around and I was like, I can't. So, um, I got involved with Beachbody and I was an active coach for three and a half years. And then in November of 2018, during this time, I was also a teacher. I should, I should throw that in there. I graduated college in May of 2015 as well. So those two things kind of coincided teaching and, um, being a Beachbody coach, I was doing those at the same time. And then in June of 2018, my husband and I looked at each other and we were like, we're not happy. Um, we had, very, very quickly, we had both acquired jobs, we had bought a house, we had gotten married, we had the kid, like we had the whole little like picture perfect thing. And we were both miserable. Like we had checked all of the boxes that society tells you to check. And, and we just, we weren't unhappy with each other, but we were unhappy with our situation. So we both quit our jobs, sold our house and about 95% of our belongings and moved um, from upstate South Carolina to about the middle of the state in and shortly after after that, in November of 2018, is when I decided to leave Beachbody. And in January 2019, I started my own business. And uh, Margie's right. <laughs> During that time, I after we sold our house and did all the things and moved all over the place, we experienced lots of financial pitfalls. Um, we had several cars repoed. We were um, you know month to month. We were borrowing money to pay off debt. We um, had our power shut off multiple times, water shut off multiple times. And during this whole thing, I was trying so desperately to get a business off the ground. And um, then it all kind of culminated in March of 2019. We were evicted and we moved from Georgia to North Carolina. And we settled here in Asheville and we've been here since then. And from over the last year, this time last year, guys, I was literally homeless. We were living with my husband's aunt here in Asheville because we couldn't afford to get a place of our own. And over the course of a year, I have been able to re- Fully and more than replace my teaching salary. Um, I'm now the primary earner in our household, and I run a business. I'm the Soul Line CEO, and I teach women how to own their weird, honor their truth, show up, make money doing what they love by blending the woo and the work, and implementing Soul Align business strategy. So it's been a crazy long journey, but it's brought me here, and the I wouldn't I wouldn't trade anything in it, any part of it for the world. It's been it's been wild. That That's honestly, it's incredible. That's, um, and it is, it's quite a rap sheet. That's quite
1: a wild ride. And I think a lot of us forget to look back and see where we forget sometimes in the day-to-day how much yeah. we've really accomplished and what we've really done for ourselves.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I forgot to mention during that time, I also had two other kids. So I have three kids now. <laughs> a six-year-old, a 15-month-old and a two-month-old. <laughs> that's kind yes. of important. Babies, babies everywhere. You know, Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. So the one thing that I really connected with when I was looking at your Instagram, that you're talking about kind of being, being fixated. Um, Can Mm -hmm. you walk a little bit through that um, and kind of share, share your experience, how you really come to kind of motivating. um, I always say motivating out of hate versus motivating out of self-love and confidence and appreciation kind of thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I know we were talking before um, you hit record about um, that specific topic being in reference to my own journey with health and wellness. Like I shared with you guys, you know, I was a Beachbody coach for three and a half years and I got into it, I thought for, you know, the right reasons, like I wanted to be healthy for my daughter. But then the more I got into it, the more um, I I found myself, and I didn't know it at the time, I can see it looking back, but the more I was using health and nutrition and fitness as a controlling mechanism in my life, it wasn't something that I was allowing to really, allow me to embody my fullest self. It was something that I was using to control and manipulate myself, especially when I didn't feel like I had control over anything else in my life. And um, I remember back, guys, I remember I started dieting. I was in elementary school. I went on my first diet when I was in elementary school. Um, I remember waking up super early in the morning and doing like these little exercises and, you know, I had body image issues very, very early on. And then when I got to middle school and high school, it turned into excessive exercise and then I would starve myself, which I only recently realized that that was actually an eating disorder. I had no idea. Um, but uh, so I struggled with that a lot. So all of those habits kind of resurfaced when I entered Beach Body and started getting really serious about health and wellness. And like I said, I thought I was getting into it for all the right reasons, but it turned out I was just doing it to, to control and manipulate my body instead of as a way to love my body, which is why I move now. That's why I I do a lot of strength training. I do cardio, I do yoga and it's out of love for my body. And it's a way for me to experience like the fullest expression of human life. Um, that's, that's my main motivation behind health and wellness, whether I'm eating a salad or I'm eating a burger, like it's, it's in an effort to experience the fullness of being a human being. And, um, I, it's, funny because pictures pop up on my time hop from this time two years ago, because my last two babies were back to back. Um, I got pregnant the third time when I was four months postpartum, but before I got pregnant the second time, um, I was like the healthiest I'd ever been. I got to my peak performance. Like I didn't have the six pack. I don't, my body's not built for a six pack, but, um, I was super healthy. And I remember, like, I can just remember being in that body, the healthiest body I've ever been in and still like looking at my, and hating what I saw in the mirror. And that's how I know I was doing it all for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. I hadn't tapped into like the mental aspect um, of like personal development. And now I look at those pictures and I'm like, wow, like I would give anything to be back to that part. Not because, you know, I hate my body that I'm in right now, but because I know I was just so healthy. And I, I, I'm i ready to love my body in all stages right now, this squishy, soft postpartum body, and also, you know, the super high endurance body that, you know, it'll soon become again. But Yeah, so that was—I don't know if that really answers your question, but that's kind of been like my experience and my journey with with health and nutrition and fitness, just more of a controlling thing as opposed to like an expansive thing.
1: That's amazing. It's and it's a huge thing, right? And it's a lot of, and I think. It's a nice reminder to a lot of moms out there that are, you know, in their postpartum body. And just so they know that that doesn't mean two months. It doesn't have to mean six months. It doesn't, it's, it's where you are and what you're experiencing. And I think that's so important for so many women to uh, just honestly just acknowledge and remind themselves of what, what they've been through and that it doesn't mean that you're there forever, but to do it for the right reasons.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And above all, what I've learned through this, you know, entire little journey is to honor your body where you are. Like, and this, the concept of comparison comes up a lot. And it's often talked about us comparing ourselves to other people. But I think the most detrimental form of comparison that you can do is comparing yourself to a different version of yourself, because you can remember when you were there. And it almost makes it even more, like, as more of a bitter experience of comparison, in my opinion. Like, when I look... Like with, during my second and third pregnancies, especially my third pregnancy, it was just a real mental strain because I did not want to be pregnant the third time it happened very quickly. It was a, not planned it was a big surprise <laughs> and I battled it pretty much the entire time that I was pregnant with her. I just did not want to be pregnant. And I would look at pictures of myself way back then when I was healthy and I was super fit and I would just feel myself hating the body that I was in currently because I was comparing it to the old version of me. Mm-hmm. Um, where I would push myself too hard being pregnant. I was like six and seven months pregnant, trying to perform physically at the same level that I was when I was like my healthiest. Like it was just, it was such an unhealthy like mind game that I was playing with myself. So I had to learn to honor myself where I am in the season. So ladies, if you're struggling with loving your body, if you're struggling with you know, accepting your body, just just do your best to honor it. Like if you can't love it, then just honor it right now. Honor where it is, honor what it can do. Find something to be grateful for in your your current state. And that's what ultimately will lead you to, you know, more body positivity and more self-love and self-care. Um, it's just finding something that you can be grateful for and fall in love with right now, wherever you are on your journey. That's awesome. Honestly, it's so amazing. Um,
1: and the one other thing that I absolutely love that you share, and I totally want to talk about, and I first heard about this maybe six or seven months ago now on a Kate Northup podcast. And mm-hmm. I would love if you can explain to everybody with the cycle tracking and going through mm-hmm where your creativity lays and everything i have not dug into this the way that i really truly think i should have but there's enough there's been enough months that have gone by since it's come back that i'm like okay i totally see this i see where this is going and i would love it if you could share it and i hope i'm not putting you on the spot with
0: it not at all i love this i love this topic so much i think i love it even more now than i ever have because i'm finally not pregnant after being pregnant for what felt like forever (laughs) I'm like yes, I can finally track and sync my cycle and all these cool things. But yeah, so essentially, um, if you're not super familiar with your body, um, I really encourage you to dive into it because the female body is amazing. Um, but your cycle. Your period, what you normally think of as just your period, is actually a it's a four stage cycle. Um, The first cycle or the first stage of your cycle is your menstrual cycle. So your period actually starts a new cycle, and um, you're in your period, you're in your bleed, whatever you want to call it, and then you transition into the follicular phase, which is where um, the lining of the uterus is beginning to build back up. Estrogen levels are kind of climbing back up. Then you're going to move into your ovulatory phase, which obviously is when you ovulate, Um, and there's like a three day window where you can actually get pregnant. Those are literally the only days during your cycle that you can get pregnant. So if you don't want to be on like, um, Oh, what is the word I'm looking for? Like a a hormone birth control, then Mm -hmm. cycle sync is really, really important. So, you know, that three day window when you can actually get pregnant and just, you know, avoid physical contact, (laughs) um, after ovulatory comes luteal and that's, um, you know, the, the lining of the uterus is going to continue to build and prepare to shed if there's no, um, fertilization of the egg, and then you move into the menstrual phase. So you have all of these four phases, but they also correlate really, really beautifully with your emotions and your energy. Obviously, as your body is going through this cycle, it's going to experience emotional highs and lows, ups and downs, energetic highs and lows. So the way, do you want me to dive into like what each stage is? like? If you do? To. It. Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I totally can. I love this kind of stuff. So all right. So I'm gonna get a little bit woo on you. So if your is your audience woo at all, like spiritual, anything yeah, yeah. like that? It'll be just fine. Totally. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So, let's start with phase 1, your menstrual phase. It's also known as the sage or crone. And for me, I'm going to I'll tell you how to use this in terms of like your business in a second. But menstrual stage is also known as your your sage stage or your crone stage, like the the elder if you will in terms of like think think back into tribal days, okay? And this is when your energy levels are the lowest and the desire to go inward is really really high. So, for me, during my menstrual phase, I like to spend the time reflecting, receiving, um, lots of journaling, not a ton of like super high intensity workouts for me. I like to do more yoga, things like that to just allow my body to rest. I mean, it's your body's literally releasing during that time. So if you try and put a lot of strenuous stuff on yourself, it's not going to feel the best. Like you'll still be able to get things done, but not maybe at the highest capacity because your energy levels won't be super high. After your menstrual phase, then you move into follicular, like I said. And this is the maiden or the virgin. Um, so your creativity is heightened and your so is your brain capacity. So brainstorming, creating, um, structuring, any offers or things like that, any, you know, I don't know if you have a business or anything like that, but structuring your offers, things like that are what you would be doing in your maiden phase. Because like I said, your estrogen levels are gradually rising. Your energy levels are going up a little bit. You're feeling playful and creative. So that's a great time to create and to structure and to, to kind of fill things out um, within your life or in your business. Then after follicular, you move into ovulatory and this is known as the mother phase. So your energy and your confidence and your communication are all up. So this is a great time to engage in conversations, um, have more difficult conversations, um, you know, if you're in a business, this is a great time to hype up an offering, um, really talk about it and share it with your, uh, with your audience. And then after ovulatory, moving into the luteal phase or the enchantress, um, this is when you should focus your focus and your assertiveness are super, super high. So now is a great time to like tie up any loose ends, close up the cart. If you're on an offering, um, finish up major projects. So you can kind of see the, the, just the cycle of energy, right? Menstrual phase, you're kind of low and reflective, Um, the maiden phase, you're feeling super energetic and, and lots of playfulness, the ovulatory and the mother phase, your confidence is pretty, it's pretty solid. Like, you know, who you are, you know, yourself, your communication is good. And then luteal is a great time to kind of tie up all of those loose ends. And it's a great, like, you can look at your cycle and really like map out, I use it for business mapping. Um, Like I plan my launches based on my cycle. Um, I plan my creation based on my cycle just so I can really optimize my energy and not try and force something that doesn't feel good that I don't have the energetic capacity to follow through with. So I freaking love cycle syncing, ladies. If you haven't tried it, like if you need help, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, whatever. I would love to chat with you about this more if this is something that really interests you and you really want to optimize your individual cycle.
1: Yeah. And I just, I think even for like, I love, and I can see it totally when it comes to work for myself. Like I, I, when I look back, I'm like, Oh, okay. That's what's going on. Okay. I got it. I got it. But then I also think like when we moved cross country and I'm like, there are weeks that I could organize this move. Like, Somebody paid me hundreds of thousand dollars. And then the next week I had no interest and no care in it. Right. And it's incredible yeah. how much you can actually apply it to your, your life. And you can even think you could do it with your kids. You could do it with your fitness. If you're training for something, if you're training for your first 5k, you could really apply this in just so many facets. And I think the more you practice it and correct me if I'm wrong, but it would become more intuitive and you would just, you'll start to know and be very aware of it and kind of in tune with, like you said, to, to best optimize your energy. I love it. Yeah. I, do. I think it's so cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, like we operate, we naturally operate on the cycle. So why not use it? And this is like, I don't know. I feel like this is the, the culmination of the power of us as females. We literally like I said, we literally operate on these cycles. And if we can tune into them and use them to our advantage, like we can be literally unstoppable, right? If we, if we do the hard things when we have the most energy and if we back off and reflect when we have the least energy and I don't know, just, just like flowing with your cycle, there's something to be said. And it's just, I don't know. It's just a testament to our power as women. I think super cool. I love that. That's so awesome. So what is, if you can tell everybody, what is your like
1: one non-negotiable? What do you, and I know it can be so tricky with little ones, um, but what is your one, what is the one thing that you do for yourself?
0: Oh man. I, can I say more than one? Because I have multiple. Absolutely. (laughs) Guys, self-care is such a big deal. Do not skimp out on your self-care. Okay. I not my non-negotiables every single day. I meditate, I journal, And I move my body and I stay hydrated for non-negotiables every single day. Have to happen. That is awesome. And can you give (laughs) a little insight on
1: journaling? I've been talking about this a lot late with people and you know with the suggestion of journaling. And like we work with food journaling and stuff like that with the company and all that. But when it comes to journaling. How do people, what can you give them an idea? How do they get started? Is there somewhere that they can look to get started? Cause it, it's really intimidating for a lot of people because they're worried that they're not going to do it right. So then they don't do it at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was actually that person, like for the longest time I wanted to journal, I would buy the cute journals and the pens and then they would sit empty because I didn't quote unquote know how to do it, but there's really no right or wrong way to do it. Um, the way that I got started, you can look on Google, just Google. Like if you struggle with anxiety, if you struggle with stress, if you struggle, if you just want to like grow and expand your awareness of anything, if you want, like literally there are journal prompts available on Google for absolutely anything you could want to do in your life. So my first suggestion and the way I got started was I just used prompts. I would just Google like, you know, journal prompts for stress management. And then I would journal. And the, what I, what I journal mostly about right now because I'm in a a, a really big growth phase for my business, I journal a lot about my future self and what I want my future to look like in all aspects. So what I want my future finances to look like, what I want my future relationships to look like, um, what I want my future physical body to look like, how I want my spiritual life to look in the future. So I do a lot of, um, I call it as if journaling. So journaling as if it's already happened. So I write about these things in the future, but I write it in the present tense. And it's a form of manifestation and things like that. Um, but yeah, if you're, if you're stuck and you don't know where to start, literally the university of Google is the best thing that ever was invented. Just go and search for whatever you need, whatever you feel like you need, even just like beginner journal prompts, like (laughs) it's all out there and it's free and it will give you the start that you need, um, to get going. And, um, that's, so like I said, I normally journal as if right now, I also pull oracle cards for myself pretty regularly so I'll journal on those because a lot of times there are little prompts on them Um, so I'll journal that Um, but yeah there's really just remove the pressure of it needing to look a certain way because it it doesn't need to look a certain way it just needs to look however it's going to look to serve you Um, so go to google scour the interwebs and then just start just start
1: (laughs) awesome thank you so much Uh, and where can everybody find you
0: so i mostly hang out on instagram instagram's my jam you can find me at xologan.o um you can you can hit up my website it's the same thing just minus the dot so xologan.o.com is my website you can also find me on facebook it's a little bit trickier to find me on facebook because it's got my last name my last name's a little long i'll just let margie put it in the show notes um (laughs) Last, and last name. I also have a Facebook group um, called the Soul Aligned CEO. And in there, we ha- I teach weekly yoga. I'm in the process of getting my 200-hour yoga teacher certification. Awesome. So I'm teaching weekly le- yoga classes to practice. I also do weekly business trainings, weekly card pulls. Um, so yeah, it's an awesome place to kind of hang out. And then I have a podcast too. It's called the Soul Aligned CEO. So all of the places i'm all over the place you guys <laughs> perfect and we will absolutely put everything
1: in the show notes uh and share it as well when we when we get this rocking and get it out yay thank awesome. you so much thank you so much logan i really appreciate it and i hope
0: you enjoy the rest of your day thank you so much thanks guys thanks.
2: Podcast number four, then, hey this, <laughs> See, it's weird when you wear the headphones. I didn't know you were ready to rock and roll.
1: Well, it's because I had to be able to hear things to understand what's going on. Oh, don't. boy. People are going to hear the chair moving when you move the chair.
2: Okay, well, sorry. But...
1: Yes, podcast number four. So I recorded this one literally in your dad's closet because we were at his place. I don't know why
2: you continue to just work in closets. There are other places you can go. There are other things you can do.
1: Maybe it's where I'm comfortable right now. It's a nice space. It's quiet. Well, Maybe to, I'm coming you need to around. You really live in this
2: area, though. Let me yeah. tell you.
1: No, I know that's fair. Um, it would help if you hung your own clothes up. But uh, no, it was good. It was weird, and I apologize because the audio was a little choppy. Just using your being at your dad's internet. I think I don't.
2: Maybe it's just I don't the know. poor quality I'm, of
1: podcasting yeah that might be it too but uh no because I, I could hear it because i could hear the kids running downstairs Do you know how loud and... you are right
2: now because you're wearing friggin' headphones i'm not you're like screaming at me it feels like and i mean that happens on a daily basis anyways
1: okay well that's untrue but <laughs> just
2: kidding anyways logan yes what's her last name
1: i cannot pronounce it to save my okay.
2: life so i usually get that because nobody can say kellen yeah so i feel her
1: yes you know? i think hers is a little more extreme though than kellen I'll show okay. it after. Yeah. yeah. Like okay. she said, everything sure. will be in you be in the show notes. So um, I have been dying for you to listen to this one because I'm very curious. What are your thoughts on...
2: Are you, You're going to go right to the cycle. Yes. The I thing, want eh? to
1: know what your thoughts are on this.
2: Okay. So like when she had four phases, I yeah. didn't... I just like... Usually I like to joke that it's your happy week. And it's not that you're more creative...
1: And I would it's like everybody to know that Kellen's very open to talk about this stuff, and he still calls it a happy week, like a seven-year-old boy.
2: Because I need to deal with it <laughs> my way. You get to deal with it in your way. Okay, but it's not. I don't. I honestly don't know what to say about it. Okay. I didn't know that was like a, a thing. One hundred percent. Obviously, I understand the whole your the cycle everything, but I didn't like when she broke it down. I just, like, I don't, like, I, I swear I don't know what to say. I have no idea. The creativity think, and stuff like that, like, I think that's pretty, I think it's neat. It's so, okay, it's, I cannot tell
1: you how true it is, though. Because when I look back and I can tell week by week.
2: I can also tell because you get more talkative sometimes. Yes. You do. And you're like, you come at me with all these things. Yes. And then you get frustrated that I don't remember every single one.
1: It's because you don't pay attention when i are I do.
2: It's because you go a mile a minute and you throw out the ideas, it's just yeah. like just pick one, please. But it doesn't I get it doesn't work like that.
1: We don't that. need to do all the ideas. It's just a matter of here's well, a bunch of ideas and so now we can work me, on them.
2: The way you tell me. Well we perhaps have to do if every you responded, idea idea. What am I supposed to do? To? <laughs> listen, we're talk, trying to talk about a podcast. We don't need to talk about how you come at me with all your ideas and I don't listen. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> Let's just Perfect. That I'm up.
1: glad that you've minute it. She's.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. I don't even listen to these after, anyways. Yes. Well, that's true. <laughs> so I'll forget it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, Logan. So very, very fast talker. Yes. But- uh, when I was writing down show notes and stuff like that, not show notes, but I guess my notes, so I can come back and talk with it. Um, holy smokes! Mm-hmm. What in a, um What? Not. I don't want to say crazy, but what? What a crazy life she's had with. All her ups and downs and ups right? and downs and movings and uh doing things um she um yeah she's one thing that i got like so she she lost 78 pounds because she needed to just, you know hang out with her kid i get that because i lost 88 pounds because of charlie she yeah. charlie was the one that got me to to lose the weight um and now i still can't keep up with her so there's that <laughs> yeah. i feel like you know that um, happens yeah the whole elementary school uh, thing with her on her first diet, mm-hmm. I feel like every, every time that you've chatted with somebody, um, they've had that happen yeah it's always and i'm scared i come back today scared to charlie like i know we try very very hard not to talk about like we, we don't go on diets and whatnot but when we go to, to the garage we're saying okay charlie we're gonna go get stronger yeah so it's not to have um her think like we, we need to lose weight but we just want to try to enforce that she can go get stronger i don't know maybe that's the wrong terminology for it as well i know we just don't try i know it's we slip obviously sometimes like you know yeah. It happens, but hopefully, she doesn't pick up on that because cause there's a, a thousand other things in the world that she's going to have to friggin deal with and worry yes. about. And um, self image and all that is hopefully not going to be one of them. When you see some of these women over there, the empowerment on their own self worth and everything else, it's really, some people think it's too strong or that it's, you know, it's not. It's too much, mm-hmm. but having a daughter and seeing what those women are able to do and how do they portray themselves, I want Charlie to be like that.
1: Yes, one hundred percent.
2: So um, yeah. when she goes through it, I thought her terminology and everything was was awesome. Um, Honor your body. Well, that's what she said. Yes. I think, right. So um, I thought that was really cool. Gotcha. Um She had a really good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a different uh, different podcast this time around for sure. Yeah. Right. Now, how did you feel that went? Good. Okay. Okay. Good. Well, that's good talk. I know
1: I can work Uh, in any closet as long as I have Wi-Fi now. So, (laughs) I mean, that's a great... That really is a strong strong point for me. So, um, no, it was awesome. Logan was... Mm-hmm. she was fantastic um she was so kind to take time out of her day yeah. um and her husband took the new baby and the kids got to go play and she she made it work to do that so oh really yeah absolutely so i really do i encourage anyone um to check the show notes and follow logan as well online yeah. she has tons to offer so she's badass yeah and she has great energy and she's just she's a rock solid human so um yeah that's uh that's what i got today
2: okay was that better Was that a good one? Did I do okay today? What do you do? Yeah. Sure. All
1: right, Hannah, I love you. Love you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Above Mediocre. I hope that you have enjoyed it just as much as I have with doing it. So please be sure to follow me on Spotify uh, at Above Mediocre or on Apple Podcasts. That would be fantastic if you could take a few minutes and just do a quick uh, rate and review, especially if you're enjoying it. Uh, But otherwise, you can always check us out at highpeaknutrition.com if you want to learn a little bit more about nutrition coaching and what we do. Otherwise, you can follow me on Instagram at merge underscore Richardson. All the information will be in the show notes uh, and uh, come on over, check us out, see what's going on and follow some updates. Have a great day.